0: Mary and Josh Daly podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family-owned partner with a direct lender advantage.
1: Mary. Josh. Daly.
2: Mary. Josh. Daly. Time has come for spring cleaning, and as you do, you're going to unearth some things that you go, why do I still have this? Mary, I know you are a very organized person, but something tells me... There has to be something that you're like, I'm still hanging on to this thing and it needs to be in the trash.
0: I mean, I consider myself an has-been athlete. I played sports my whole life, all the way through college, and I have not been able to let go of one of my jerseys (gasps) when I played
2: softball. Oh, wow.
0: But here's the thing. It's from high school. Okay. It barely fits anymore. Okay. (laughs) You know, you put on those 20 pounds. It's also completely stained Mm. because... I was a get dirty type girl out on the field. I dirt. would go
2: and you're a dirt bag. That's what we call yeah. people like that for for that sport. Yeah.
0: What? No, no. Um, it's <laughs> what?
2: No, it's 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 a, it's a positive. Um, it's reinforcing the the tenacity um, with
0: keep digging that hole, my friend. Keep digging that hole. It's a lot
2: further down here than I thought it would be. <laughs> It's good encouragement to stay level-headed because, no matter where
0: you are, good or bad, it does not last. It's all temporary. Everything in this world, and and sometimes you may think, but the good stuff I want to hold on to forever. I But that's not life. So this just hit my heart so hard this morning. Saw it on Facebook. A big part of recovery for me has been learning to hold all emotions with an open hand. An author had posted this. Not to cling to joy to try and make it stay. Not to wrestle with pain and try to make it go away. Revel in joy, it passes. Sit sit still for grief, it also passes.
2: We all know the good times don't last. But thankfully neither do the tough times. Here's
0: Heather.
1: I lost my mother unexpectedly last year. Very, very hard. Worst thing I've ever gone through in my entire life. Yeah. I never thought, here I am today. I'm okay. I really am. And in fact, I'm a little bit better than okay. Do I miss my mom? Absolutely. But I gave it to God. I said, you know, I I, I can't do this. I truly,
0: first time in my life, I could
1: not have done
0: something on my own or or that I held on to. There's so much freedom in releasing that control and just going, the pain is unbearable, God. Literally, you have to pick up my foot and put one in front of the other. And in that transformation, He does something so powerful that we can't even understand. And then last
1: July, on my birthday... I, I gave it up. That's all glory to God.
0: You know you're getting old when... This kind of goes along with what just happened right there with your throat. Um, Carla took to Facebook, posted, as I round the corner to 50, my middle-of-the-night Google searches have resorted to, quote, body pillows for old age, <laughs> when you feel every month of your age at night. <laughs> that time of year a little spring cleaning which has led a lot of people to finding out why do i still have this particular item (laughs) that's funny
2: because i'm right there i have a shirt that i probably need to get rid of it's a cleveland Cavaliers shirt my favorite team rooted for in my whole life and it's Uh all the way back 2007 that i got this shirt it's old it's faded it's pretty beat up but the reason i need to get rid of it it's a grudge shirt. A grudge a shirt. A grudge shirt. Here's what I mean. After LeBron James left the Cleveland Cavaliers for Miami in 2010, uh-huh. um, I vandalized my own shirt because it had James' name on the back of it. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I scratched his name out and left a hole there where his name had been. So. Whoa. So I have an old Cavs shirt with an old logo, faded colors, and a hole in the back I put there myself. I probably need to let that one go. You see things in the world a whole lot differently. Uh, You don't have to hide that anymore. A friend of ours, you hear him on the weekends here on the river, his name is Brandt. He is on the autism spectrum and his son was diagnosed with autism also. And we had a conversation with him about that.
0: Was there any part of you, Brant, when you got the diagnosis for your son? What was that experience when you heard those words come out of the, the therapist's mouth?
1: I, just, I don't like all the labels that mm-hmm. we have. So I was resistant. And then uh, it just made too much sense. And then I came to appreciate that it's actually a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. He, we homeschooled him. He has challenges with stuff. Uh, Then he goes to Cal Berkeley and gets a degree in linguistics and Russian literature and, you know, studies ancient Greek and old Norse. And then he goes to work for the government as an Intel agent. And he's awesome at recon. He's uh, just promoted him and promoted him and promoted him. And now he's off to Yale to medical school this fall.
0: Think back to the day you received that diagnosis and fast forward to now the news you just shared with us. Yeah. My goodness well there's the foot fl- that's again it's the
1: flip side now the intelligence was always there but it's 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 specified there's a specified thing and for him whatever he puts his mind on man he's amazing
2: it's autism acceptance month and the full conversation is there for you on facebook search 1049 the river put yourself in these shoes and there are very soon going to be even more itty bitty shoes there are four sisters They were each born within a three-year time period. Not from each other, but three years, four sisters, all right? They are all grown now, and they are having families of their own, all at the same time. There's a picture of these these women, side by side, all pregnant. So, all (gasps) four sisters, pregnant at the same time look relatively happy there's one that's just like i am over this but anyway uh i want to <laughs> know for you mary when you had your son was that did you have a friend that was pregnant at the same time did you have anybody to journey through that with or were you like solo on your own
0: um well here's the interesting thing i was kind of solo on my own however my mom had my sister at the age of 46 oh goodness So my mom had gone around that whole situation again later in life. Uh So I was constantly going to her with a billion questions. Yeah, And she would say, like a lot of pregnant women have said, I can't remember. And that's just (laughs) how it is.
2: (laughs) Sometimes you got to stand up and it's terrifying. Speak out and you're trembling, but you still got to go there. The way the nation is and the conversations happening, she's right in the thick of it. River artist Mandisa on a Zoom call with Mary.
0: Has your family and just your crew been supportive of you taking a step out and just saying, here's how I really feel. This is what we need to do to help make change. Or do they want to be protective of you and just kind of shelter you a little bit? Because as we know, again, people will speak up, especially to those of you in the spotlight. Yeah, both. Um, <laughs> there were some, as was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, right. no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm telling me to do this. This is
1: not my idea. Um, yeah. and once I explained to them what I sensed God saying and doing, they were on board. I am more afraid of being disobedient to God than I am scared of what anybody else can do to me. And so what is God calling you to do that is maybe scary, but think about how peter experienced god because he stepped out of the boat and walked on water and it wasn't just when he was thriving as he was walking on the water i think he experienced something of jesus when he started to sink and jesus reached his hand down to lift him up
0: we can do hard scary things because he empowers us to do hard and scary things not in our own strength but in the strength that he gives us Doesn't everyone love that feeling? Your heart's racing, sweaty palms, your stomach's in nuts. No, Uh -uh. uh-uh. Yeah, but in adulthood, that happens quite often. It's a little adrenaline rush that maybe you don't want. There I am the other day, driving into the radio station, and my gas light goes off. (gasps) Oh, no! I I don't have time to stop. I'm like, Lord, (laughs) get me to work. All right, we're going to do this. I'm like... I've heard that, this is probably a lie, but your air, you know, having your air conditioning or yeah. heat on can makes affect your, mm-hmm. the Make, amount of gas. I turn that off. Harder, yeah. I'm coasting at any chance I can get to coast. <laughs> and then after I left work, I wanted to run a couple errands, but it's the big debate of do I get gas first or run the errands? Uh, and you know me, Josh. Yeah. I'm a rebel. I love to buck the system, so... I ran those two errands, and I kid you not, I coasted into the gas station on fumes. I would not recommend that. (laughs) You ever feel
2: like you're running a marathon up Mount Everest wearing cement shoes, and the spectators are throwing tomatoes at you and occasionally a brick? No? You haven't felt like? there. Yeah, I think (laughs) most people have. And for me, it is called parenting. I am a husband. I'm a father of four. I love my kids with my whole self, but it appears some days that is not enough. I try to be the calm dad, the listen first dad, the quiet example dad, but it doesn't work the way I wish it did. Sometimes I swing and miss on all three of those things. It leaves me discouraged, and then I go all the way to, God, why would you even give me these kids if you know I'm just going to mess them up and then send them out into the world as screwed up people because of my, my faults. Now, I know you have felt this way in your life somewhere in your life, whether it's parenting or other responsibilities, whatever. I hope, though, we can feel this. My kids are too important for me to settle for just surviving the day. And I know God gave them to me on purpose as much as that blows my mind. And I know God will help me. Last night was better, um, and I'm not going to give up. Whatever your struggle is today, I hope you won't give up either.
0: You can share at any time. 614-479-1049. Hey,
1: Megan. Josh, I just heard you talk about the struggle sometimes of being a parent. Yes. My heavens, thank you. You spoke to my heart. My husband's getting ready to deploy, and I'm Mm. like, Lord, I can't raise these boys. Oh, heaven, gave me three boys who are wonderful, but they are (laughs) just like us. Oh, my. Yep. it's it's, i've been correcting my oldest a lot lately because i guess it's the age is what they're telling me i don't know (laughs) you love them so fierce and i just i went to bed last night like what am i doing wrong and my husband's like what are we doing wrong yeah and i just thank you because that you're more just we're not alone with that that feeling and i don't think it's anything we're doing wrong we're just figuring out as we go with each individual kid but thank you from the bottom of my heart because i needed that this morning more than you would ever know
2: megan first and foremost thank you for your service we'll be praying for your family um, as your husband deploys and it's funny because there are two things i say to myself that are completely opposite in these kinds of things you know when you say i can't i can't raise these boys yes you can They're yours on purpose for a reason. So don't believe the lie that you can't. And here's the opposite part. You're right, you can't. (laughs) That's why we need God to do it. Um, And when we put those two opposite things together, all of a sudden we end up with an incredible life we never could have imagined.
0: To understand and love people more. You have to be willing to have the conversation.
2: So that's what this is. Mary and I sitting down with the Rivers' Brant Hansen, who is on the autism spectrum and on the air on the weekends here at the station talking about good God with pain mixed in.
1: You can see examples. There's a classic example on YouTube. There's a guy on the, on the spectrum that they gave him a helicopter ride around Manhattan, and then he just takes a giant mural and pencils the entire all the detail of all the blocks of Manhattan. I find people like that really interesting. And I almost, I hate to say this. It sounds terrible. I almost prefer them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and I was gonna ask that question. Life is different and sounds better in your lens. I'm almost jealous of the lens that you're, you're sharing about.
1: Well, there's a lot of pain, especially when you're younger. And I try to tell younger people that like, I get it, but it gets better. Now I get paid to be weird. <laughs> and the insights that may have made me strange when I was younger. Now I see through things and I talk about it on the air and how it relates to Jesus, like who he is and how God, Yeah, I think it's all points to how good he is. All that pain, all the stuff that you go through when you're younger, a lot of times that becomes something that other people are blessed through later on. And I like that.
2: Such a good conversation. And there's a ton more. Look for uh, 1049 The River on Facebook and click like. And now, another episode of Year 21 Tweets. And you know, I was never an emotional support animal person. But the pandemic has worn me down. My official and emotional support animal is a chicken. Yeah. Okay. A chicken. More specifically, a four-piece with a biscuit. <laughs>
0: To be a part of change in our world, to love one another better, to understand one another better, you have to be willing to have the conversations mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to ask the questions.
2: So that has uh, happened here and Torin Wells, our own, uh, he has some answers about m- maybe you don't want to take sides, but where do you line up? Where, where are we supposed to be when there is a, a heated debate or disagreement or division Torrin go ahead I know it was trendy in the 90s To ask the question What
1: would Jesus do But we are still asking the same question What would Jesus do What does Jesus do with people Who look different than me Who think
2: differently Who have a different cultural background Than me
0: what, How does Jesus handle those people It is very clear Where Jesus is at In all of this
2: he's with the marginalized he's with the people that are pushed to the fringes the old saying goes, many hands make light work. It happens when you move because moving stinks. I've done it for a lot of people. I've done it myself with my family way too many times. But tell you what, when helpers arrive at the door with a smile, it makes the whole process seem like, okay, yeah, we can actually do this. My name is Josh, and United Faith Mortgage, while they won't show up at your door to help you move physically with like their arms and legs and muscle, uh, what they will do is make the loan process as simple as possible. My wife and I have experienced it a couple of times with a new home purchase two years ago and a refinance just last year. And I will tell you, when I got the emails, the communication with United Faith Mortgage, I just felt better because they explained everything so, so well. I asked the same questions a bunch of times. It's how my brain works. I don't like it, but they were super generous. <laughs> they answered every single question as many times as I needed. They're partners with the river because their core is the same as ours. Faith and family. See how those core values work for you at UnitedFaithMortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage. Produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to RiverRadio.com or on Facebook. Search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.